Welcome to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast with me, your host, Emily Rose, where we take a subversive look at all the celebrity gossip you want and some you never knew you needed. We'll take a deep dive into the hidden meanings of what's really going on in the world of pop culture, because here we contain multitudes and read between the lines. Join me. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Emily Rose, and this is the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast where we talk about pop culture and zeitgeist stuff. You know, we talk about the stuff that we love, and I, I really need to stop using the royal we to refer to myself, but um, basically just like all the what I would have considered incongruous, disparate shit that like interests me that I like to go down uh, a wormhole with. And like, found out that a lot of you guys want to go down the same wormholes and uh yeah feeling grateful and blessed for that um happy motherfucking halloween everybody it is my favorite holiday of the year uh ever since basically i could talk like ever since i could communicate thoughts with words um i was told that i would start planning my halloween costume in june um, that's where I would get a head start. I would plan my Halloween costume and my birthday party starting like June, July, like August was like pushing it. Um, and she's nothing but consistent. So yeah, I'm going to be, um, cause my fucking birthday comes right after Halloween. And this year, I, when you're hearing this, I'll be in Mexico doing day of the dead celebrations. So yay. And just, um, celebrating my birthday uh with some delicious mexican food and i don't know i was gonna plan like fun activities but i was like maybe i want to be lazy like i don't know um you guys already know this but like i'm a birthday monster like i'm a monster um for my vanderpump babes like i'm stassi i'm like it's my fucking birthday like that's me um i yeah I, i really do my best to repress that side of me as much as I can the rest of the year, but it's no holds barred on my birthday. Like it's not, um, I'm, it's not like one of those people like where it's like, you know, Oh, don't worry about it. It's like, no, um, it's a holiday. And luckily I like, no one would forget my birthday because I wouldn't let them like, I'm like, Hey, one month, <laughs> one month to go. Like, okay. Two weeks to go. <laughs> um, like I know some people hate their birthday. If that's you though, like if you like to be a little, um, a little attention seeking, you know, person in the spotlight, just like embrace that. Uh, because why, why not? Attention is great. Like get into it. <laughs> um, hold everyone hostage for your birthday, make it a birthday month. Who cares? Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Uh, this is, <laughs> this actually, this trip means a lot to me. Um, I'm recording it ahead of time, but it honestly kind of means the world to me. Uh, I guess it's kind of like a redemption tour. Um, November's like a super charged month for me. It's like, it's my birthday, but it's also like, uh, you know, my mom's death anniversary. And now it's also like in the middle of that is like the anniversary of like when I first posted to TikTok, which like for me, that's like a a moment that set off this series of events that changed my life. Um, and yeah, like I'm kind of trying to make this month like my redemption tour. I mean, the last last two years were like kind of a buzzkill. Like two years ago, mom's in hospice. 
uh, what last year, uh, her funeral was canceled for the second time in a row, which is like annoying, but like, because of all that frustration and all, <laughs> all that like depressing shit going on, that's the only reason why I started posting. Like I just needed to like cheer myself up and have a creative outlet. So like, and that's why I'm talking to you guys. Um, a little macabre and a little funny, I guess that's kind of like also my brand somehow. Um, but yeah, you guys like, I, I'm just, I'm feeling like reflective and emotional and like thinking about how much you guys have changed my life. Um, this is not hyperbole. This is true. I really, I've been like wanting to thank you guys and getting like teary thinking about it. And um, it's, I, I, I mean, you probably know just, you knew I was a cheese ball, maybe not to this extent, but yes, uh, uh, about as, oh, as cheesy as it comes. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I've like wanted, I've like been thinking of like ways to thank you guys. I don't know. I'm going to ponder that, but yeah. Thanks for being part of this, uh, I don't know, this magical mystery tour, this wild ride. Uh, so this week's episode features Matthews, who is a singer-songwriter based out of Montreal. Love to see it. Um, and she's just amazing and um, came to chat about all things macabre and creepy. And we talk about um, celebrities and their paranormal experiences. So yeah, she's great. She makes music. She just dropped a gory music video, which I'm going to link in the show notes. Um and yeah, on the Patreon this week, I'm going to be talking about creepy shit with Sammy P. Um, you guys know it's an extra episode every week. It's $5 a month. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's an after hours Patreon. It's uh, it's the circle of trust and uh, it's where we get loose. So that's about it. Um if you have not, if you are enjoying this, uh, hit me with a little five-star review. Hit me with a little little subscribe, a little download the episode, a little tell a friend, uh, share on social meds, like, you know? Um, and even if you don't, I guess maybe just do it anyway. Like, even if you feel like it's not a five-star production, just like it's free, you know? Why not? Um yeah, that's about it. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay, we're back with singer, songwriter, lover of all things spooky, Marise. How's it going? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh my God. Thank you for being here. And thank you for pioneering a topic that's near and dear to my heart, which is just creepy stuff. I am so thrilled anytime that someone wants to talk to me about creepy things because I feel like I impose this topic on many people. So when I find a fellow spooky lover, it's just the best. <laughs> yes, I love spooky stuff. Um, just before just before recording, we were talking about like all the creepy stuff in our house. But like, yeah, just off um, like out of the frame for me, there's like all the little like bones I've collected over the years. And oh my gosh, you know, just general creepy yeah. fun vibey things you see that you have real bones whereas I have dollar store rat skeletons and that kind of thing so I feel like you're a little bit further than me on your like hardcore macabre I'm still like campy dollar store queen. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I probably would be, but I was a tree planter at one point okay. like, in like what feels like another lifetime in like Northern Canada, which like, I don't recommend probably for anyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was really intense. Um, but the highlight of my job was finding like antlers or like, and, mm. and they would be like completely stripped down. Like it looked like something you would buy in a secondhand store. Cause I guess all the like animals and like bugs and stuff had gotten to it. So it was just like this, these cleaned off like bones and it was That's amazing. Yeah. yeah this we is found the- a, <laughs> we found a raccoon head. Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting excited about the topic of bones. Same. Um, like, no, like you can't like get, on to this topic with most people because it's like kind of people are creeped out it's yeah 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 but it's I mean it is inherently creepy but I was on a hike on the mountain the quote-unquote mountain of Montreal um and we found a skull and couldn't figure out what it was for the longest time so we came home and researched it and it was a raccoon skull I guess um which was pretty cool looking I didn't bring it home though because being quite superstitious I also didn't want to disturb its resting place and I didn't want to be like cursed yeah enough raccoons are going to curse me but yeah um yeah I hope well (laughs) (laughs) yeah you just have a thousand animal curses upon your home yeah or like I don't know well I do maybe they'll like they know that I like treat them as my prized possessions yeah um yeah and like you know whatever this isn't everyone's cup of tea but I mean look it's spooky season and like we're right around the corner from people imposing cheer on me for like two months straight so I can have this moment as you can too is this your favorite time of year or like your favorite holiday I mean I would say it is the problem is I'm a Sagittarius so my birthday is a week before Christmas and I feel therefore that a lot of joy of birthday time gets wrapped into Christmas. So it's one amalgamation of cheer. So I I do enjoy the holidays, but for me, if I could live in one season forever, it would be the fall and October. I just, there's something so vibey about the fall. It's, it's got this like melancholy and romanticism in the air. I don't know what it is. If I just like, no, it's fair. Fell in love in the fall before, and now I can't stop like associating it with that. But it's just like it's got a, an energy to it that I really enjoy. One hundred percent. It's very aesthetic, and like for me, like I'm trying to be on this like fashion journey right now, where I'm like trying to figure out like how to dress and like just how to have style, basically. Um, <laughs> and so I was trying to do that in the summer, but as you know, because you're a fellow Montrealer, like it's very gross and humid here. Super um, hot. So like you can like try to put together an outfit but it's just going to be like a sweaty mess. Like, mm-hmm. when, like as soon as you step out of your house, so like now that it's a fall, I'm like, Ooh, I can like, I can like layer and like put like looks together and not, you know, <laughs> best fashion time. Honestly, are you going to become like a fashion TikToker with some thrifted looks and that kind of thing? <laughs> Cause I'm starting to do that. It's pretty fun actually. It's like a secret dream of mine to post lifestyle content every now and again. And for some reason I get so intimidated, which is hilarious because I talk about like my mental health and like so many personal things online, <laughs> but like the thought of being like, Hey guys, I'm going to like do my makeup today. Like I I'm like shaking thinking about it. Um, I don't know. I think I'm I still a little like rough around the edges to like show it off. Like um, I had this like truly humbling moment <laughs> the other day I went to okay you know the botanical gardens the yes. Montreal, and they have this like lantern exhibit oh 
That's a new exhibit or did I no, just miss it? That it's was over. I'm sorry. Oh, dang. Yeah, but it happens every year and it's it's lit. I hate myself for saying that, but it is really it's <laughs> is, really, it, is it lit? It, it is. <laughs> so sorry, everyone. Um, but like but anyway, I was like sitting amidst all these like lanterns. And like on the bench and I, and I was sitting like with my boyfriend, we we're just having this moment and this, this woman walked up to us and she was like, okay, do you guys want your photo taken? Like with my own like phone, like just being like, oh, this is a you know, cute moment. And I was mm-hmm. like, totally. And I was like, really, I like bought this new outfit. I was like proud of it. Um, yeah. It was like a collared shirt. Anyway, she took the photo. I was like, thank you. Walked away. And like, then I saw the photo and my <laughs> like... Half of the shirt had been kind of like tucked up like under my fold. So it was like oh, half, no. half of my belly. And like, one of the buttons was like not buttoned to the right one. And I that's <laughs> the worst. I looked like I was just drinking in the park, like just dead sober. And I was like, I'm not ready yet to <laughs> be a fashion icon. <laughs> Maybe that could be your thing though, you know? Because everyone kind of has to have their own little twist on things. Yours can be just the mismatched button. My personal brand is definitely Hot Mess Express um, in any perfect. in any category. But yeah, you know what? Yeah, maybe I can show up as my authentic self and just post my fashion journey. I think this is it for you. That's what's next. Well, even the fact that actually, so I did post quite a few months ago that I was like, hey, look, here's the deal. I'm in my 30s. I don't mm-hmm. know how to dress. I don't know how to do my makeup. But suddenly I gained an interest in all of this. Um, like, maybe we can figure this out together. And I, I was really comforted um, by how many people like responded and felt the same way. Cause just for me looking out, it felt like the whole world figured out how to dress themselves mm-hmm. at some point and how to like do a, like makeup that flatters their face shape. And like, I just missed that. But then I'm like, okay, no, actually there's many of us. Yeah. It's a learning curve. And I think that, you know, the younger generation is so surrounded by incredible makeup tutorials and just all these, they're learning so much earlier. Like we did have YouTube obviously growing up, but people were still figuring it out. Whereas now I feel like kids have such a strong grasp on their aesthetics so early and it's incredible. Like it's really, I aspire to reach that level of aesthetics. Um, and I also, I mean, I love fashion. I love thrifting. I've, I've recently started TikToking some kind of thrift haul stuff and it's like, it's doing, it's doing good. Like it's nice when people are enthusiastic, but then once in a while you get a comment just being like, no one cares. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, there goes my ego. Thought I was doing something here. I only get that on every video. <laughs> Mine is pop culture stuff. But then that makes me double down on my content because mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, well, does anyone care about your fantasy football? No, Chad. That's the thing. I mean, probably your buddies and that's great for you, but I'm not. We all have our interests. I'm not getting into your living room and being like, what are you guys doing with your time? So right? yeah, I, <laughs> great. Well, maybe you can join my board of directors that I'm assembling of basically people that I panic <laughs> ask if outfits go oh, together. hundred <laughs> percent. I would love to be part of that team. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay. So I want to get into the topic at hand. We're gonna be talking about like celebrities and like paranormal experiences, but I want to get into like your stuff first. Like basically your like witchy yes. like LinkedIn, like your witchy resume. <laughs> well, yeah, like I mean, in that, you know, I would love to hear about like your connection to this world because you have quite a lot. I do. Yeah. So I've always been really interested in witchcraft and witch history 
since I was a kid. I got my first tarot deck when I was like, you know, four or five or something like that. Four or five. I guess, Were your parents into yeah. it? Yeah. My dad is. So I'm Celtic. Like my mom is Irish and my dad is Breton from France. So it's the Celtic region of France that has a lot of lore and fairy tales and kind of like magic history. Um, yeah. So it's always been there. Uh, my parents were definitely kind of pushing me in that direction too, I think. Um, and in my music, I don't even really describe it as witchy. People often do. I often get kind of compared to witchy artists because of my aesthetic and just the kind of like ethereal, spooky vibes in the way that I sing. And I, the, the more superficial listeners are like, you're a brunette, witchy vibes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have cats. You must yeah. be a witch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's kind of, it's always been something that I am interested in. And then I started getting paranormal experiences when I was pretty young. Um, and I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna talk to you about it as if you believe me, because I know a lot of people don't believe in this kind of stuff. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> oh, we'll get, we'll get into it. But I'll Perfect. just say blanket statement. I mean, I'm interested in getting into like the finer details of it, but blanket mm-hmm. statement is I believe in this. Yes. Cool. Um, yeah. So I've had paranormal experiences pretty much as long as I can remember um, since I was a kid and I was always really interested in it um, through my family being Celtic. And uh, so, wait, so when you would have like a paranormal experience, would you tell like your parents or tell your dad who's into this and like, what would happen? Like, what would they say? Or like, what would he say? Yeah. So I would hundred percent tell my parents. And I think, so my mom being like Irish Catholic received it in a pretty different way than my dad, who was very esoteric and like mystical. Um, so my dad just fully believed me like that. I think that's maybe why I've been so emboldened on my spooky journey is that I was believed by my parents. It was just yeah. something that was kind of accepted as, oh, like here, this is happening again. Or, you know, like receiving messages and then confirming with them and then being like, how would you possibly know that? Like about your grandmother or someone that I had never met, you know? Um, and so my mom really had no choice but to accept it. I don't know if she thought it was demons or something like that. Um, but with my dad, like, for example, um, when his mom, my French grandmother, got sick, she had given me this doll. And I was at school. I was like seven or eight or something like that. And I received a phone call from my doll, you know, like an imaginary phone call being like, oh, I'm really sick. You need to come home and help me. So I like rushed home. And when I got in, I like ignored my dad and ran up the stairs. And I was like, Oh, I, something's wrong with my doll. Like I really need to take care of her. And I guess like right at the same time, my grandmother had had a stroke. So he thought that I knew about that. And I was like really upset about that. But through this doll, like I kept knowing how my grandmother's health was doing kind of thing. And at one point I sang for my grandmother when she was in the hospital and it's so like dark, but I was like, Oh, the doll told me this is like the last time I'd sing for her. And then she like passed the next day. It was just like all these types of things um, that were weird and stuff like that. It's not, it's not that dark to be like most of the very clear experiences that have happened to me that are like 
paranormal have to do with like my dad mom communicating with me so like it's just yeah. <laughs> whenever stuff like that happens it always feels like um when you're like trying to send a text and there's like bad reception and then it finally comes through mm-hmm. you're like oh okay hey like how's it going <laughs> yeah and it's it's really cool when you meet someone who kind of gets it I've made a few friends in Montreal who are the same just in their their beliefs and experiences and to have them also just kind of see the same things that I do or hear the same things that I do. Like I have this friend in town, Malika, who's an artist and so incredibly psychically talented. Like she didn't know anything about my family. And she was like, Oh, there's like two grandmas next to you. One of them is like Rose and the other one's like lavender. And my, one of my nanas is Rose. And then my French grandmother always like had lavender perfume. And she just like picked up on the energy right away. And I was like, oh, so you like, you can also see that they're with me, like the two pe- people that I kind of received the most messages from. So, well, yeah. I love that. And I love it's like a witchy, like Rose related things. Actually, Rose, em- mm-hmm. the whole Emily Rose is not my birth name. Rose <gasps> was my mom's middle name. And so it's like very, just oh like, gosh. you know, yeah, keeping it going. But like, I think about um, just like, there's like a scientific explanation for things. And then there's like a paranormal I guess a cult way of explaining things. And like, I do see both sides of things. Mm-hmm. So my dad was now retired, but he was a scientist. And so I always say, I'm glad that he was in my life because uh, he kind of just gave me like another perspective. Like I love mm-hmm. not just preaching the choir. I love being able to like talk to people and like convey things like in a way that we can like, kind of just like go toe to toe. I'm not just trying to like talk to in this little um, bubble. Yeah. But we had this like moment um this was like so this was after my mom passed and like uh, we were having dinner and there and like there was a wine bottle like in the place that like she would have been mm. and you know those like toppers like you could put them on that like keeps the yeah. wine fresh whatever, mm-hmm. whatever so anyway so there was that on the wine bottle we we're eating and it just suddenly shoots off like <gasps> onto the floor like sh- oh my it, gosh like, and my dad just goes atmospheric pressure shifts sure you know what dad like that's fine if you want to like that's how you want to interpret that like I'm gonna have my interpretation of what that was and you are gonna have yours but it was just like maybe this is just like my I'm kind of like a grim person but this was like this sort of funny cute moment to me totally no that's so cute it's just like oh she's making a little joke you know yeah and then my dad be like oh obviously atmosphere pressure shifts I'm like what in December in our like a temperature controlled room. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. It's funny. Cause I, I think since I didn't necessarily have that scientific side to it, as I was experiencing things as a kid, I automatically default to thinking something is paranormal. Like, uh, whereas my partner at home is super logically scientifically minded, always, you know, he's also like an encyclopedia. So it's kind of annoying because he'll just know why things are the way they are. (laughs) And I will jump to being like, Oh, there was a sound. It must be a ghost. Or I hear something, you know, I jump to the, not to the worst, but to the spookiest option. And then he's like, it's literally our cats. Like that is a cat. (laughs) I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) I saw it. It's much larger. And um, it's kind of nice though to have that grounding. Cause I think if I lived alone, I would fully go mad and just, believe that I was always surrounded by spirits so Uh, same and like yeah I mean and I as much as I do believe in it like yeah I have these moments where I'm like okay like you know I I had this one moment it was sort of a while ago with a friend who was like really really scared of ghosts Mm -hmm. and 
kind of on like a daily basis, like was like every day kind of like thinking about ghosts and being scared and like having dreams about them. And Mm. I was kind of like, do you think that some of it might be like your own issues with yourself that are like haunting? And it was just kind of, we both were kind of like, just like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's from, might be what it is. Yeah. But like, you know, and like, I'm not saying I had the definitive answer, but I was just like, within the context, like, I do, I like dancing back and forth. I mean, that's why, yeah. like, in literally in the intro of this pod, it's like we contain multitudes, like, we're allowed to have multiple truths exist at once. And part of like having this like scientist dad it's like it makes me both see certain things through a scientific perspective and also see this lab of like basically like his office of like white men that were like completely disconnected from their own feelings Mm -hmm. imposing that bias on their experiments not to even speak of who's funding these things so I'm like okay well so I see the limitations of that and then I also see the limitations of like oh my God, confirmation bias. Like if I went off, if I was like on my own too, with no one giving that sober thought, I'd be like, like yeah. spirits, but it's like maybe my landlord upstairs. Absolutely. Yeah. And <laughs> you also have to remember, you know, there's like a delicate line with mental health sometimes around these things. Um, I remember just, I was listening to some podcast about someone who was having this crazy paranormal experience or what she thought was a paranormal experience and it was you know it was psychosis so there's also uh you have to be careful I think um when sometimes in the family there are there are there is mental illness and that kind of thing on my side of the family as well so sometimes when I'm getting like too paranoid I'm like oh maybe I need to just like check myself and like see a logical side to this too 100 and actually so I don't know if this episode is going to come out before or after um, my interview with Allie, um, she's a TikTok, Allie Starts a Cult. It's so funny you say that. She is going to come on mm-hmm. and we are going to be talking about, basically, she was in the spiritual world doing healing work. She had a psychotic episode and then now is like basically coming out critiquing a lot of the mm-hmm. new age world. And yeah, super important. Yeah, but like in her videos, like there's been so many people that are are talking about how like they work in like some version of like psychiatric profession. They're like, we're Mm -hmm. seeing more people coming in with like psychosis induced from TikTok. And it's like, man, oh my gosh, if you're not on it, like that wouldn't make sense. But it's like, if you're on it, you see everyone has on their free page, like those people popping up that are like, look out like October 27th. Like that's when it's like the day of reckoning. And it's like, it's, it's like creepy, like evangelical Christian or like whatever, just like a super, super like preachy, any type of religious, but like Mm -hmm. in this new agey spiritual language. And so I'm kind of in this process right now, like distancing myself from most of like the new age just world in general. Mm -hmm. But like my connection is something like bigger than myself that remains like the same, but I just mean like the politics of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's complicated. And I thought I, I know exactly what you mean. Those people who come up on your free page who are like, I've been seeing like dark shadows everywhere. And like, can you see it in the edge of this video or this kind of thing? And then, yeah, they're talking about how um, it, it gets to be this like apocalyptic kind of almost like a religious hysteria in a way yeah no totally it's like the rapture's coming are you a sinner or a saint like that determines whether you're going to go to heaven 
and it's like the same with like oh are you going to like be in 5d consciousness or whatever yeah, yeah. i'm it's a very uh it's very it's messy. A fine line it's a very fine <laughs> line yeah um but okay i want to get into some real real stuff of paranormal yes. experience well this is um some experiences that celebrities had their own paranormal stuff and looking through these I'm like I believe all of them so um <laughs> there's one that I don't believe I'll tell you as we go through them just because I don't I don't trust this person oh what who we should we, one should we celebrity start? in particular <laughs> who is it Demi Lovato no <laughs> no um it's Vanessa Hudgens there's something oh, about her so I believe that she I think she identifies as a witch and I believe that but I feel like she messes with some like dark magic and I was like her energy there's something off about it I don't know. Oh yeah, but okay. It's so funny because I, I was reading. So she basically like it's not even worth getting into the full thing. But she was talking about how she connects with with paranormal, and she's mm-hmm. like kind of always has. It just made me think about remember. Okay, this is like the infamous like moment when the pandemic was first kicking off, and she oh was gosh. like, and she had her quote. Okay, but here's the thing. So mm-hmm. at the time, it was like pretty much the most shocking like thing anyone could say it was horrifying but like now in this day and age when it's like 2022 okay covid still exists that's basically like what the cdc is like putting out there yeah (laughs) i was like we're gonna die well they're like (laughs) yeah whatever like because her old video was complaining about not being able to go to coachella and that's literally almost like i'm surprised the cdc hasn't just tweeted like that video (laughs) (laughs) like it's not that it's aged well but it's just like it has taken on a very different uh meaning yeah but see that's part of why there's something about her that I like that she just speaks her mind clearly there's not that much of a filter or much consideration put into what she's saying I thought you were saying not much going on in her mind which (laughs) which is like seems also kind of true but yeah I think there's a lot there's a lot of something going on but I (laughs) I just like I don't trust her like to me she seems just like a mean girl who is like a spooky mean girl you know now that it's like trendy or whatever she yeah She's just someone who I feel, I feel like she's mean. I just, I, she's not someone that I feel very um, endeared to in any way. I don't know if there's like too many people out there who are like hardcore Vanessa Hudgens stands. I just love anyone or maybe I don't, I don't love them, but I love the mess. Yeah. (laughs) Anyone who's like oblivious enough that they're going to let their mess out. And then we get to all just like cringe watch the situation. For sure. I'm a bad person, I guess, because that's what (laughs) I find entertaining. (laughs) I believe she's a witch, though. I do believe that. Maybe that's part of why I'm kind of scared of her, because I feel like she would like be chaotic as fuck. Sorry. Can I swear? Uh, You sure can. Okay, great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We here at It's Become a Whole Thing podcast, we do swears. And Ooh-hoo. we talk about edgy stuff here. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's no rules here. Um, okay. I want to talk about one that I uh, 100% believe, which is Holly Madison talking about the Playboy Mansion. So where to begin? I mean. Because <laughs> it's Holly- not just her, right? Multiple playmates have no. seen ghosts. Not just her. And also it's like, I feel like there's certain things where it's like, you don't have to be a big believer in the occult to like be convinced that the Playboy Mansion has like dark energy oh to it. Oh my gosh, probably like some ritualistic ceremony energy as well. 
I feel. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, all the stuff that's come out about Hugh Hefner, mm-hmm. like since in like all these documentaries where it's like he had like been with so many women that then he had to like move on to men, then to like animals like that and how mm-hmm. he explained it. And it's like, this yeah. is like what was going on. And like, I don't mean to say like, <laughs> like I wouldn't describe, <laughs> like this is how like it was described. Oh my God. It makes it sound like. <laughs> Oh my god, that sounds horrible the way I said it. Let me like no, no, re- I... rewind the tapes. <laughs> Not the... <laughs> in his own wording, like yes. he just kept having to push his right. boundaries. And yes. like it sounds like Suspiria or something going on in that mansion. Yeah. Well, and even too, like growing up, like we all heard so much about the Playboy Mansion as like mm-hmm. kids, which is weird. But even like you'd hear about like the grotto. You know, and and I yeah. remember as a kid being like, ooh, like a cool rock pool. And then like now as an adult, I'm like, oh my God, wait, like they were having like orgies in that pool. And like, ugh, like that just seems like a staph infection. Like, oh my face. gosh, totally. Like so gross. Like, when they refused to go, some people refused to ever go into the hot tub because it was just like a known cesspool. It's been a hot pool filled with like greasy old men. Like I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah. <laughs> No, thank you. But then you throw ghosts in on top of that. Um, it's like double really, no thank you. <laughs> yeah. And a few of the girls, because I remember, I think it was uh, Bridget and Holly were like a bit more, especially Bridget, because she has a paranormal podcast now. Oh my God. I had no idea. Yes. They're so it's cool. Like, I love like the redemption arc that's happened for mm-hmm. all the the girls next door. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And just the recent... I guess, obsession with it too, with all the, the Y2K fascination. Um, but yeah, she has a paranormal investigation podcast because she's always been super spooky. And like, I remember when she got to meet Elvira, that was like a huge moment for her. She was a huge Aww. Elvira stan. Um, but she was embarrassed about how her room was all pink and Elvira would not like that. It wasn't like dark and gothy. Um, yeah, That's so cute. It's so cute. But the funny thing with the mansion ghosts is I think that one of them was like a modern looking lady. Like she was wearing like low rise, like juicy couture sweatpants and like a bra, a pink bra or something like that. And it's like, when do you see ghosts that aren't usually it's ghosts from the past? Right. But what does that mean? Was there a murder that we don't know about? But like, okay, like this is where it kind of comes back to me saying as a blanket statement, I believe in ghosts. But then when you get into the specifics, I'm like, I don't really know what I believe. Like, yeah. is my mom haunting someone out there? Or is she just like chilling? You know, like when it comes to people that I know, I'm like, are they like out there? Mm. Are people seeing them wandering through walls or like, what's the deal? And then also this woman in a juicy tracksuit, it's like, yeah, you could have had someone who died in 2006. Right. And, they <laughs> and, and then they come back in 2007 in juice like forever blending in, in. Juicy, juicy forever couture in yeah <laughs> yeah I mean who knows it could also be that there's a lot of partying going on and people thought they saw someone go into a wall when really they just went out a door you know well it's like okay yeah there's a lot happening because there is a mansion where there is a lot of partying but there's also like there are rumors of like even just murders like mm-hmm. from the 60s from the mansion just I'm sure that like whatever's come out about the mansion I'm sure there's also things that we just don't even know about that have happened like, absolutely and like just the whole place like it just feels spooky like even did you watch the girls next door I did yeah yeah, even that show, like, it it had such, like, whimsical music, and it was, like, 
almost like like a Disney ride or something. Yeah. But even then it's still, you still felt like creepy vibes. Oh yeah. So, um, so there was like, they did this like interview Holly and Bridget, um, with a paranormal investigator. Like this was like when the girls next door was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and I pulled this quote from there (laughs) from this like article talking about it. And it's the investigator found high levels of paranormal activity in various parts of the house getting the biggest reading in Bridget's room, but he also found higher levels when he placed the machine near the women's butts in a scene that (laughs) deeply epitomizes 2000s cable TV humor. (laughs) That's so perfect. Oh my God. I know. I'm like... Spooky booties. I'm like, but that just like, yeah, that captures all of my different like thoughts about this place. And it's like... (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, what a time. What an era. But that makes sense, I guess, for Bridget, because she's the one who pursued paranormal investigation. I wonder if that motivated her, too, when there were high levels of ghost activities in her room. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe anyone who has a BBL is a little haunted. I, I don't know. I don't know what's what's in. Wait, I was going to say, I don't know what's in a BBL. I think it's your own fat, actually. So maybe that doesn't. I do up. believe it's your own fat. But what if it did come from someone else and then. There goes Taunted. Like, well, I mean, from all of the bootleg BBL, like back alley things you're happening, like, who, who, knows? who knows? Who knows? Um, but I was just like, oh my God. What do you, what do you make of these like paranormal investigators with their meters? What do you think of them? Uh, I don't know. Cause I feel it's so easy to just kind of fake something because they could pretty much say anything like, oh, I'm getting a whatever reading that means ghost activity. You know, no one's going to correct them. Um, And I just feel that if ghosts are real, they're not going to just make weird crackling noises into a little machine to signal their presence. You know what I mean? I feel like they can let you know that they're there. Otherwise, it's almost like a cop out. It's like, oh, this, this little thing sounds like it's, getting high electronic frequencies and it's just that doesn't mean anything I don't know I don't know how I feel yeah I don't know I don't really buy it like I just I just feel like you can just get a squealy machine you know Mm -hmm. that makes noises like I don't even I mean (laughs) but I'm kind of like I feel like I'm just close-minded to any sort of like um machines tapping into something I'm thinking okay I'm thinking specifically of like you ever see those videos where they like hook machines up to like mushrooms and there's like mushroom music yes I feel like yes. there's science backing that up that I don't understand but I'm like I'm not buying it, it. and then I've had yeah I've had like people be like no no this is like a real thing because of like I don't know whatever yeah. explanation that I'm like not not smart yeah. to understand and I'm like no I just I'm sorry I don't I don't think the music is coming from the mushrooms. Like I don't. Know. I've also had a lot of musicians be like, "That's total bullshit." So you know, okay. I don't understand the science behind it. But I've had a lot of people be like, "That's that's literally not real." You know, it's not coming from the mushroom. Yeah, like anyone could just like make it. Just like noises, and then there's yeah. little. Clip. I love the idea of it. Sure. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> mushrooms can sing to me. That sounds great. But yeah. like, yes, in theory, sounds lovely. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> in practice i'm like eh. um yeah okay so i gotta check out bridget's um haunted podcast yeah um i can't remember the name of it but i remember seeing some like youtube videos of some of the episodes yeah and uh she just goes in she's the one she's like the leading investigator i guess i don't know where she learned how to do that 
um, if there's like a paranormal investigation class <laughs> to follow. Sounds like a thing that would exist in like LA as like a certification or something. Uh- Absolutely. Yeah. I love the dichotomy too of that, like kind of blonde, bubbly, pink, sparkly being so interested in the macabre. Like, I don't know. I love that. <laughs> We're saying this as I'm like in my pink sweatpants on yeah. my like pink everything. Yeah. I yes. Maybe that's why I have like a kinship to them. Although I feel like everyone yeah. just loves like Holly Madison and Bridget, like anyone who, who was like tuning in back in the day and now seeing them like all over the internet. Um, but I want to move on to another 2000 star who's, yes, who's around and has always been very witchy, which is Megan Fox. Um, mm, totally. Yeah. I'm like forever on this, like justice for Megan Fox kick. Cause like I get, there's been, it's been a lot of cringy stuff in the media, um, that she's done and just red carpet mm. type of stuff. But like, I also just maintain that like what she has done has not warranted like just how much people hate her. Um, no. but she's been witchy from day one. Like, I mean, I've saw interviews from back in like her transformer days where she's talking about like astrology and ghosts. Like it's very ahead of her time. Oh, definitely. I feel like before it was trendy and everyone was doing it, Megan Fox was doing it. And I'm also an avid Megan Fox defender. I, uh, went on a podcast last year. It was a horror podcast and essentially just like wrote a thesis defending Jennifer's body because I love that movie. And I feel like she's always been at over time in many ways. And she's also just like always been very true to herself. I feel like she hasn't really been afraid of just being like, this is what I'm into. I am a witch. This is what I believe in. And she's obviously very well-versed in astrology. Like I feel like she is an astrologer at this point. And I don't know, I respect her a lot. I agree that there's been some weird stuff recently. I'm not, a, I'm not an MGK fan personally. No, he's the worst. He's the worst trash human. I hate him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll say it. Yeah. I don't love that they're on this journey together still. I was hoping it would be over by now. I thought it would be. I think it will not be forever like he's just yeah trash garbage in my opinion but there is like a megan and mgk like ghost story that i had like pulled up for (laughs) for this oh yes i hadn't heard of that actually yeah like well i guess because i think like megan's just always out there talking about ghosts this was one like in the time that she's been with mgk we're basically like um they they were doing an interview that they were talking about how they were kind of like kind of like driven out of their house by ghosts um and like basically megan fox she like barricaded herself like in the bathroom like she was terrified um this is a very mgk quote um (laughs) mgk didn't seem as scared uh because he went on to to describe the ghosts as high ghosts who were just interested in making ghost snacks or washing (laughs) ghost dishes (laughs) i knew that his quote would have something to do with weed because they always do like because the weed is tight and I want everyone to know that's what I'm smoking um yeah and then he said that they moved immediately um after he saw their bedroom door being kicked open while they were laying in bed mm. yeah I don't know like it's so funny because I'm like I, <laughs> my incredible bias is that I'm inclined to believe anything Megan Fox says and nothing MGK says yeah um same here but if she confirms know. it, I believe it. Um, yeah. 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 I've also had an experience where I feel like I was nearly driven up by ghosts in a Scottish 
hotel in like a Scottish inn. And that feeling it's crazy when, when someone else is there with you and can kind of confirm it because it was like a school trip that I was on. And I was like rooming with a girl who was very not spooky yet. She experienced all the same things as me. And we had to essentially like yell at these ghosts. We're like, we're really sorry that we're here. We're only here one more night. Please stop bothering us. We promise we'll go away tomorrow. And like the window stopped like rattling. It was like literally like shaking off the tinge and there was like no wind. Was it? Oh, there's no wind. No, no, there was no wind. No other, like we checked with all of our other friends. No one else had heard it. And it was just like, it was as if someone had grabbed the part of the window that like you push up and down. It was just like shaking it like from the inside. Um, Yeah. And I like told her, I was like, I'm sorry. This type of stuff happens to me a lot. She's like, I've never seen anything like this. Like what's wrong with you? but yeah, and I had to be like, I'm going to commune with the ghost. Just give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, don't worry about it. I got. <laughs> You're Happens like, well, <laughs> tell no one. I'm not trying to get locked away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, in um in the town I used to live in in British Columbia, it's an old mining mm-hmm. town, and it's like this small town, and there's so many ghost stories throughout that town, oh, and like it. so, and so many people who like just would not seem like people that would believe in that like um there was like this preschool teacher who was in the basement of like basically this hall that had been there for like over 100 years and it was like the epicenter of town and she's like this cute old lady she's like i've seen things that i have no explanation for and like and had to do the same thing like that you said she she said at one point um she said to be like, look, ghost, I'm leaving. Okay. Like she was like cleaning up at the end of the day and saw like a toy, you know, on the other end of the oh, room, no. like fall, but it was like yeah. in a container. Like there's no, yeah. it wasn't like on a, like a ledge yeah, or anything, know. you know, and it's not quite right. Yeah. So it's funny. Like, I don't know you say Scotland, like I've never been, but I don't know. Just like, <laughs> it's very cool to be in a place where it's existed for hundreds mm-hmm. or even thousands of years. Just a lot of the buildings there. Mm-hmm. you feel the vibe oh definitely I feel it more in Montreal than I grew up in in Vancouver uh which is you know a newer city compared to cities in Quebec and I just feel the older the building the higher the spirits you know yeah it just seems like there's there's more room kind of for that energy to build up and um just different uh experiences and energies that kind of stay behind maybe um yeah oh yeah. totally yeah Montreal's spooky I love growing up here it's all the just weird um yeah just the weirdness of Montreal <laughs> in <laughs> aside, general it's a weird aside, place yeah <laughs> aside from any paranormal anything it's just a very weird place which I which I appreciate Absolutely. um okay I wanted to get into this next story which I think is so sweet and kind of Hmm. speaks to something that I wonder about which is like kind ghosts or like just yeah. you know you always think of like benevolent you always hear it's always like haunted spooky but I'm like not all of them are like not agitated. everyone's mean yeah, yeah. so share bless share and her current internet presence is an ongoing yes. <laughs> anytime she tweets I'm like yes <laughs> great <laughs> source so of entertainment um but she said in multiple instances um like that she does believe in ghosts she was actually asked Mm -hmm. in one if she was afraid of ghosts and she said no i love them um and that she said that like sunny is like a friendly ghost who like hangs around and like will like just make the lights go on and like 
she actually said, I love ghosts. I prefer ghosts to some people. <laughs> it's like, I feel that. Mood. Share. Yeah, yeah. Big schmood, big time. <laughs> but yeah, like, why do they all have to be mean? And especially if it's a loved one, you know, someone that you were really connected to, what's nicer than to be able to kind of receive messages from them sometimes and feel that kind of warm, comforting presence. Cause I think if you are someone who's sensitive to that, you can tell pretty easily if it's kind of more of a creepy negative vibe, or if this is just someone who's saying hello and yeah. yeah. Or someone who died in 2006, who's just like trying to get to her appointment to get chunky blonde highlights and like it's just on <laughs> yeah or like or an aggressive just on her way an aggressive She's like, i keep getting stuck in this wall i just need to get to the tanning salon yeah like it's not like super urgent and like yeah. angry it's just like yeah i gotta go <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it's like i'm sorry i can't chat <laughs> yeah no some of it has to be that no i thought that was very nice um you you had brought up beforehand that share had these ghost experiences so I, when i was looking it up she just talked a lot about sunny being this friendly ghost mm-hmm. in her life and i was like that's so nice it's so nice and i could see her too being someone who's into that kind of stuff like to me share is 100 percent a witch maybe because like witch is a beastwick but also come on like clearly also just like doesn't age apparently so oh my god and is like such a like i love the unhinged aunt energy oh, that yes. she brings to Twitter like to Twitter we need the, like it. all caps and like almost using it as like a search engine like I just truly really live for that um, absolutely no she's um, a gem yeah you also brought my attention to um something I hadn't known about which is Kristen Stewart so you mentioned Kristen Stewart and like the occult um didn't know she has a queer ghost hunting show in the works <laughs> yeah also that just makes so much sense I feel like the queers love us some spooky ghosts like I feel like most of my queer circle everyone's involved in spooky land in some way <laughs> well, yeah like like some either like astrology or like the occult or like all of the above or just something esoteric yeah yeah, yeah. there's something relatable I don't know or if like you know non-binary perhaps you identify more with a ghost than you do as a man or as a woman you know what I mean like I don't know what my gender identity is but I mean I I could say like specter I identify as specter banshee yeah something (laughs) something healthy yeah yeah yeah. um well it's funny (laughs) it's so funny to me because it's like for so long it's been like there's been this call for like needing better queer representation on tv where it's like oh it's just like straight cis men like living these worlds and i and so i love how they're like we need gay ghosts we need gay ghosts <laughs> like, for sure. this is the world leftists want to see <laughs> yeah i mean i'm i'm here for it and i just want to know when it's starting because i feel like it's been in talks for so long it's been at least like a year that i heard of this and i don't know if the show is up anywhere i, I haven't seen it anyway well, I mean, it takes a while to make a show and maybe she had to do a call out and get yeah. gay ghost stories <laughs> first. Yes. She had to like search the nation for these um, or I don't know, but it seems like it's underway. Like production mm-hmm. is like underway, I think. Um, I hope so. I really hope it happens. Yeah. Like, watching Kristen Stewart awkwardly hunting ghosts, I think would be a great show. Yeah. Like that's the thing is, is she going to be like the lead paranormal investigator? Because I feel like 
I mean, I would watch that show, but like how much zhuzh is she going to like bring? I feel like you have to be kind of like wacky. <laughs> or just like even to host in general you kind of have to be like like yeah yeah and she's gonna be like oh i just i thought i saw a ghost (laughs) yeah i guess i don't want to talk about some ghosts or like i don't know whatever like yeah i'm gonna gonna work on my chris and stuart impression but yeah yeah i know like i wasn't prepared for this no no but for anyone okay like people are listening they can't see you just did like the full body language like i'm like it's like kristen are you there like she yeah she possessed me yeah yeah you're channeling but like i I kind of love that. Like, I yeah. love the thought of someone like her awkwardly hosting this That's show. That's so funny. I love yeah. that. Um, okay, well, I guess we'll all stay tuned <laughs> yeah. and see. Yeah, Fingers any crossed. news of that? Well, I'll keep you guys posted for anyone <laughs> who's like, you know, waiting with bated breath um, yes. to see about this. Is there anyone else on our list of celeb ghosts that you want to get into today? Well, I mean... On the topic of queer paranormal investigation, there's also Demi Lovato's show. Okay, well, LOL. Like, I just cannot. I truly. You... Oh, you don't want to talk about Demi Oh, no, Lovato? you know what? No, no, no. It's not even like. <laughs> no. Some and... people really don't, don't like Demi Lovato. So I don't, I don't, I don't hate her. Like, mm-hmm. for anyone who's not like super, um, like, I guess as like obsessively following pop culture as I am, if you are not you're probably better off um i'm saying she because she's changed her pronouns now, yeah um, yeah but um yeah i guess like i think that her saying shortly before the show that she thinks that like it's um politically incorrect to say aliens and we should say extraterrestrials like oh, that i missed that yeah like there's just moments like that um and you know just different things going after the the yogurt shop like I know all this stuff is kind of like it's sort of in the past actually kind of more like the last six months to a year but I guess like um I just kind of feel like she's just really a little hooked on controversy and kind of getting people talking and I think this like singing to ghosts I guess in the context of her like just before this saying that we should not say aliens and we should say extraterrestrials out of respect I'm like yeah well you kind of lost me like I'm I'm trying to be with it like I saw the YouTube documentary like I'm here for like your journey but like it's also like did the aliens request to not be referred to as aliens? Like, where is Demi getting that information that it's inappropriate? You know what I mean? I don't know, like a download. I, I don't know. But mm. she shared it with the press. Like, it was like, this is important okay. information. Um, I mean, okay. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to build myself also as, um, like, a Demi Lovato hater. Demi like, hater? In, yeah. in fact, like, her most recent song, was it called 29? Oh, the yeah. one about Wilder Valderrama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was both beautiful and like mm-hmm. so triggering to like me. And I oh think, my gosh. and I think basically Absolutely. like uh anyone, <laughs> yeah, anyone no, of like 100%. the girls, gays, and maids who was like remembered being young and being in like these same fucked up dynamics. Oh my god, who's reached the age now of like the men who were creepy as fuck to us when we were teenagers? And it's like, yeah. I wouldn't even like, I can't even consider dating anyone like below 25 ever like I would never want to and I'm only a few years older than that you know what I mean like I don't know yeah yeah but no same so yeah so like I'm not 
I guess that all this to say that I have a nuanced take on Daniel Lovato, but the whole like singing to ghost things, it came off as a bit cringe just right after all of these, like kind of what I see is just like uh, a bit like annoying attention seeking things, you know? Definitely. (laughs) Um, Well, then on the topics of aliens, the last person that came to mind for me was Tom DeLonge, Blink-182. Are you familiar with his deep love of aliens? Oh, I sure am. Okay. Um, I sure am. And I actually just saw a TikTok of them saying that they're all three of them are getting back together for a they tour. Are. They announced today their world tour dates, which yeah. is very exciting. You heard it here first. It'll be old news. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's like, I know I got my ticket. Duh. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, let's talk about it because I remember he got, like papers revealed. He got like info on UFOs out there after pushing the government so much what do you mean he has what 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 papers <laughs> that he okay. printed from if i if i understand correctly those ufo videos that were released a couple of years ago where it was finally like government sources being like there are ufos here is this footage um part of the reason that that was published is because tom and his like agency or whatever were like pushing so hard like they've gotten documents released and stuff like i can't remember the name of his his enterprise that like does this but they push really hard for Wait, ufo information to be released he has like a non-profit or like an a business dedicated to like yes. getting info i'm oh telling you I'm, i think that's like that was his his passion like he kind of like stepped away from music to to focus on this okay so i knew that he was like super into aliens but i didn't know that mm-hmm. he's like funding an organization like that's a i very, think he runs it like I don't want to be saying, okay, so <laughs> let me make sure here. It's called To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences is a San Diego-based company co-founded by Tom DeLong, guitarist of Link-182. It's composed of aerospace, science, and entertainment divisions. And they... <laughs> what do each of those divisions do? Like... <laughs> That is unclear, but they do, you know, research and crowdfunding to get like information out there. Um, They're like, this is the stuff NASA doesn't want you to know. This is the stuff that NASA is not covering. So we're going to cover it. (laughs) Yeah. And they, they get, they get the information to the people. The divisions are devoted to the outer edges of science. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, this is all sounding like a very glossy sanitized version of what they're actually doing based on like what I've heard of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, well, they had, um, when I saw that he started to like talk about aliens, it brought back the memory because I have all their lyrics still memorized from like Mm -hmm. when I was 12 to 14. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know that they're real. Like, that was a lyric. I was like, oh my God, you guys, you were not kidding. You were like, you're like, this is my life's work. Like, oh, yeah. Are- and he founded another band, Angels and Airwaves, that was like all about that vibe. Like, their whole thing was like on a spaceship with like light beams and stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to say, like, you know, Kim, there's people that are dying, but like, hey, look, look, people are spending it. Yeah. If, if stars are allowed to buy like fancy cars and like fancy houses, he's allowed to spend his money on alien research a laboratory yeah it's probably not harming anyone although i want to like look a little more into his um company theories before i can say that (laughs) because this is like going back to like when i was talking about the new age world like Mm -hmm. part of what's turned me off of it is how much of it revolves around conspiracies that have like yeah basically like 
origins in like racism, oh, xenophobia, yeah, like um, anti-Semitism. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, like just <laughs> very that without addressing that. So I'm gonna, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like TBD. this civilization could have never built this. Therefore, aliens must have been involved. Yeah, or like, oh, there's these shadowy people controlling things. Like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, <laughs> what? Who do you Are mean you? by that? Yeah, let's be a little specific, or maybe not. Exactly. Maybe let's just like not follow this not trail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, wow. So they're getting back together, and I. <laughs> I love this for everyone involved. I love that Tom has like a whole organization for this. Yeah. And he like rejected the band for a while. He rejected Blink-182. I remember he was like, this is so stupid. And I regret. Yeah, he was the one who kind of tore them apart, I think. Like he's the one out of the three of them that was definitely not like showing up as much. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, right after they broke up, like, and he was, like, denouncing them, um, he was in this band called, like, Boxcar Racer. Boxcar and I, Racer, I, yeah. I remember, like, going to see them in concert. And I, I think he was, like, so, like, serious and didn't talk and just played, oh like, gosh. sort of, like, dark, depressing music and left. I was like, well, okay. All right. <laughs> I guess he's like, guys, I'm different now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, he, it's funny, though, because he was the one that was, like, he was such a jokester and stuff back in the day. Maybe he yeah. just wanted to change his his persona um well, I mean they were in their early 20s weren't they when they started like I could well, see he was the youngest he was like in high school I think when he was recruited if I recall and uh Mark was a little bit older but yeah <laughs> I don't know and then, that, that, that didn't, that's not a creepy it wasn't supposed to sound creepy <laughs> I just love the history of like living too um and how Travis was like not part of the band he was just a genius drummer who went to their shows and memorized all their songs so when their drummer couldn't perform he was like i can do them he'd like never played with them and he played every single song perfectly through oh my god i'd love that yeah yeah like who would have known about the trajectory of all three of those men yeah Yeah. like yeah like tom with the aliens travis with the kardashians both seem like equally unlikely from their start of like running naked through the streets and like a hundred percent yelling about like fart jokes and stuff um I'm kind of tempted to see them in concert I was just talking to friends about this earlier because I'm so oh I, lo- I live for this emo revival like how there's the when we were young festival happening and just bringing together like all those fans again and blink is one that I would see again I saw them in like 2009 when I was still a teenager but I want to see them again now that I feel like I can really live that true nostalgia as an adult we'll see like for me so I was not super into like emo like I did listen to Blank Way too but for all the other bands I was a poser like I really mm. just I just pretended nice. to like those bands like, oh, that would make me cool <laughs> I didn't really like them <laughs> but Fair. like I listened to like the Sex Pistols and then I saw them actually in 2009 and it like ruined my life like it was the saddest it was oh, just no. like it was like yeah it was like it was like a festival and there was like it just they felt like a bunch of dads in Hawaiian shirts yeah. singing about anarchy in like really sad oh my God. voices and I was like no I shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't be here right now <laughs> no and I feel like we're on the edge of that we're not quite in that era like I feel like the guys from like 2 still have some energy and pep but we're also getting to a point where like some of the bands that we listen to with the reunion tours is going to be like 
how adults of our past were going to like 80s reunion shows. You know what I mean? Like it's already, it's already happened. It's already happened. Is last that, year. And I just not, no, 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 I, no, no, I, so I realized that it happened, um, last year, um, at the Super Bowl when it was like mm-hmm. Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. um, I forget who else I think maybe Mary J. Blige. It was like this show that was like, I was like, oh my God, this is an amazing lineup for yeah. the Super Bowl. And then someone's like, this is exactly like when we were young and the Eagles and That's the Rolling Stones back. would yeah. play. I was like, oh my God. That's messed up. <laughs> yeah. They were like, this is long think ago I can enough. Live with that. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. No, I was like just living my best life, being like, oh my God, it's such a fun halftime show. And then it was like, it was like, no, this is an You're like, these artists are also like topical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> it's not 2001 anymore, apparently. No, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Marisus was like, so lovely. I feel like this uh, time has just like flown by. I'm feeling I, I can stay like, talk about ghosty stuff forever. Um, I know I want to hear more about like your experiences and stuff too. You'll have to tell me more another time. I mean, I don't even, <laughs> okay. So Sam was like often a co-host on this show. Like she like taunts me <laughs> in like my kind of like blurring the lines of like what's real and what's not mm-hmm. like <laughs> she like pokes the bear like <laughs> most yeah. recently it's been like gaylor conspiracies and she's like emily you're oh my losing gosh. it but then love... at the same time she'll send me all of these like outlandish conspiracies <laughs> just to like feed into my madness yeah. but i don't know like i just truly live in a world where i just feel like I don't know. I guess I say to myself a lot, like as above, so below, like, I just believe Mm -hmm. that a lot of things that people are kind of like describing, um, in these sort of like occultish paranormal types of things, like it just doesn't feel so far away to me. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel so different from this sort of like day to day experience, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's truly the lens through which I see the world but it's also yeah. like not something that I'm like even super into like talking about a lot because I guess for me, I'm like, I'm not interested in like proving it to anyone. And so, you know, most guys like you'll bring this stuff up to and they're just like laughing at all. I'm not interested in that. I'm like, this is not for you. Yeah. Like I'm not That's trying the thing to is like- A lot of men are not that interested or open to believing in it. Um, yeah. A lot of straight men. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's be specific here yeah no it's true and like my justification enough for why that can't be the only way is because okay by that token then you're only believing science and science while it definitely like has merits a lot of it yes is to me accurate it's been by white men for white Mm -hmm. men like for thousands of years and i just think that that is one very limited perspective and it's like that can't be the governing like thoughts at the only ones Mm -hmm. in terms of like describing what's going on in in the world yeah and I also feel like it's too easy to kind of write it off as like female hysteria or just you know like crying witch in general in the past like I was just in Salem Massachusetts on a little witchy trip which was amazing but I was learning about how you know it's interesting that you say kind of the men have this stereotypical more scientific mind but in the past like some of the women who were persecuted for being witches they were actually just doctors and they would you know like concoct a herbal 
medicine and be like, you should take this because you're sick. And if you don't take it, you might die. And then people would die and be like, she cursed me. And it was like, no, you just refuse. Like I was telling you, if you didn't take the medicine, you would probably die. Yeah. Um, and so I that fear it. of like a, a certain power or a certain knowing or knowledge that men don't have, I think has always been scary. Exactly. And like, I love how like every one who was like once a girl mm-hmm. at some point like stirred a potion like how did yeah. we all know to do that everyone did that everyone had like or like healing uh, little bugs you know like helping little animals yeah or like a little thing of like dirt and petals and leaves and like stirring it up yeah. or like universal I would, experience yeah I would make poison um I never <laughs> I <don't>, <laughs> this is probably we we probably should have been more supervised um but we <laughs> we would in the 90s playgrounds no well no like we would no do way. this like it was like with like friends if our like parents were like off in like the other room like you yeah. know having like drinks or oh, like, yeah. coffee or whatever we'd go <laughs> poison their drinks <laughs> this is actually pretty fucked up no, no no we didn't give it to anyone <laughs> but we were like we got to protect ourselves against intruders so we would take all the like cleaning supplies like all the just like actual toxic stuff in the house and we'd make concoction that we try to like cover it up with food i'm surprised i'm glad like oh no one this. no but see that's like that feels familiar to me that is like a comfort story because i feel like me yeah. and all my like little girlfriends were doing that too. Um, and like making yeah. up languages, speaking in tongues, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And how before the internet were we all doing, like, did you do like light as yeah. a feather, thick as a board? Of course. Yeah. Like all those things. How did we all know to do Weird that? Weird seances, like, you know. Was it in a magazine? Like how did we all like individually Collective in the consciousness. 90s? Yeah. We're like, let's levitate. Like, yeah <laughs> like levitate. like little girls at sleepovers in the 90s I don't know if it's still so happening we're like yeah. blood oath like seance yeah, I know like, levitating like connected through our veins <laughs> that to me I'm like we're we just like get it we're like on that mm-hmm. wavelength and it's okay that like part of me actually is kind of like glad on some level mm-hmm. that it's like our thing that was yeah, ours that, that, that they're not buying <laughs> the so one like, thing great. we have I'm like, great, yeah. then see yourself out. Like, I don't really care to like, <laughs> explain yeah. any of this to you. You don't want to know what messages are incoming for you? Fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah, you can go. I don't know. I was going to say watch the game. I just I just write on the whole guys. <laughs> like, the just do it. Sports, no, I don't know. Sports. No, no, no. <laughs> sports. No, I mean, whatever. Like, they're a lot like, yeah, same. Yeah. It's the same with my boyfriend. He's like, he's like, okay. Like, he just kind of looks. It's sort of like this, like resigned like look of like okay do you want to talk about astrology now I'm like yes (laughs) (laughs) it's just like "Uh uh-huh okay like (laughs) yeah my partner doesn't like dismiss me he's like he's kind of like I don't not believe you I don't believe you I just like I think that both things exist like I obviously don't think that the world is so limited to just like the earthly things that we see I don't really know if I believe in this necessarily but I'm really interested in like listening and hearing about it and I don't know the thing too it's like he's he's such a Scorpio that I'm like do you believe do you not well mine (laughs) I fumbled it for me because Hmm. I had a chance maybe at some point to like make my case for astrology Mm -hmm. um but when he was like all right like I'm open like you know, tell me what your thoughts are. And I was like looking at both of our charts and my mind, I was going to like galaxy brain mode because I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Like it was just very early on. And I was like, these are really weirdly compatible charts. So yeah. I was kind of like short fusing and I was like, uh, oh my tra- gosh. can't process. So I was trying to explain at the same time what our charts meant, but I was 
not trying to be weird, like not trying yeah, to be like, getting, like, um, in your words. like not trying to be like, <laughs> Hey, we just met, but we're going to get along really well. Like, so I was just like yeah. speaking in such general, I'm like, you like <laughs> things and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, this sounds I do too. he's like, this sounds really general. I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> like, like I didn't want to like scare him off. So I, I gave the know, most yeah. rambly, terrible, like vague explanation of astrology that I ever have that kind of like, it's the critique of it yeah. where it's just like it's general and no, it's it applies to everyone yeah. yeah so I kind of <laughs> I kind of like yeah it's it's okay <laughs> I don't need like once again like I like that people in my life are kind of skeptical but it's just funny that, like yeah damn it <laughs> <laughs> um so so lovely to have you okay before we go like tell everyone like about you've got a lot of like upcoming things happening and I can link yes. all of them in the show notes for this but like yeah tell the people about all your upcoming witchy stuff thank you yeah so I'm putting out a music video end of October and it's definitely my not my spookiest but my goriest yet it's the first time that I have like prop blood in a music video so I'm very excited for that um and uh it's also like very gay so I'm excited and then I'm going to you've given the people what they want (laughs) I am yeah just like making out covered in blood it's kind of my dream I get to like live my own dream through my music videos so that's fun incredible (laughs) yeah and then I'm also going to be I haven't said this really publicly anywhere but I'm going to be starting a podcast in the next six months or so And I want it to be very kind of like mistress of the dark. Like I'm going to kind of have a persona of this spooky type crypt keeper telling some stories, but I want to have guests on and kind of hear relationships to horror. Like if there's something as a kid that scarred you in a way where you're totally averse to scary things for the rest of your life, or if that impacted your art in some way, I was actually talking to Eve Parker Finley about how, for her, like playing Silent Hill, the horror video game, like that impacted her music. So just like the different elements of horror, how they've woven their way into people's lives, artists, but also all types of people. Like I'm talking to my friend who's a neuroscientist and yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, I feel like that was vague, but I don't want to say too much. I'm still kind of figuring it out, but I'm so, so excited. I used to work in radio, so I love just like audio. That wasn't vague. It's like trauma and creepy stuff. That's like, what could be better? <laughs> Um, yeah sounds amazing um no that sounds Thank great you. and and yeah when it comes out let me know and I can like blast it on my social media I'm like Thank very you. excited to stay tuned yeah yeah maybe I'll have you on as a guest if you're interested I would love <laughs> to be on as a guest oh my god amazing yeah okay well thanks so much Marie's. yeah thank you Emily bye All right, guys, that's it for today. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review. Heck, leave a five-star review while you're at it. Follow me on Instagram. It's become a whole thing and TikTok. And I'll see you next week. Au revoir, mes amours.